0: Fireflies Unite with Kia, your weekly podcast from the perspective of individuals thriving with the mental illness. We are normalizing the conversation about mental health within communities of color to foster mental wellness and empowerment. Happy New Year's Fireflies. It's 2018 and I am so excited about the new year. It's the First official episode of the Flyer Unite podcast with me, Kia, and I just want to wish everyone a successful and prosperous new year. I look forward to certainly connecting with you all and just really building our community um, to really normalize the conversation about mental health within communities of color. So again, thank you for your support. Um, It has truly been a blessing to be able to receive the tremendous and overwhelming uh, support from my family, from my friends, and even from people that I've connected with who heard about the podcast. Um, I'm really grateful. It's something that I don't take lightly. And even though I'm talking about, you know, mental health, just still know it's it's still also a part of my everyday struggle. Um, A lot of you know, but for those of you who don't know, you know, I've struggled with major depression and generalized anxiety disorders. So it's of course, it's not an easy thing to talk about, but what you know, led me to use this platform is to really, again, like I said, normalize the conversation, but then share the stories of those who are impacted with mental illness. So I just hope that you all enjoy the journey, and I certainly look forward to really just growing and sharing. For today's uh, topic, I really wanted to talk about New Year's resolutions because it is the top of the year and usually somewhere around Thanksgiving and um, after Christmas, you know, we all start talking about our New Year's resolutions. We talk about How we need to hurry up and pig out because when the new year comes in, we about to go hard in the gym and we about to start eating, you know, eating better. We set other goals like we want to pay off debt. We want to earn more money. Maybe we want to start a business. You know, no matter what it is, your your New Year's goals or, you know, your resolutions, they're they're all obtainable. But they're only obtainable if we realize one of the most underrated New Year's resolution. I can't say that there's been any studies or research on this, but from my experience of talking to people within my circle, I always, or I typically only hear New Year's resolution that involve, you know, financial gain, which is nothing wrong with that. Or, you know, again, the physical aspect with losing weight and, you know, eating better, which those goals are certainly important. But yes, but what I really wanted to talk about, again, like I was saying, The New Year's resolution that I think tends to be a bit underrated. But before I go into that, you know, I I don't want people to view me as like a Grinch, a New Year's resolution resolution Grinch or anything. Um, But I know some people may, but that's okay. because for me, I just felt I just feel like what's the difference between August 1st, September 1st? December 1st, if anything, the first of each month is off, is usually 30 days, it's usually 30 days apart from each other. And if we are going to set a new year's resolution, in order to achieve it, at least we should start planning it in the months ahead, so that when the new year rolls in, we would have already, you know, been getting in the, in the swing of things to help us with those new year's goals, at least, you know, preparing in the fall months. Because what I have found is that a date is not going to make anyone change. From the last day in December to the first day of January, there I mean, it could happen for some, but most likely there's not going to be a magical uh, light bulb that goes off and it makes you change or accomplish whatever it is that you want to do. Your mindset must change. Which, again, brings me to, like I was saying, the overlooked New Year's resolution. Goals that affect your mental health. So that could be setting boundaries, that could be healing, uh, that can be courage. Those things that really impact your mental and emotional health. And that's what I want to talk about today on this first episode. Because when we start to deal with our emotional and mental health, our goals will be much easier to accomplish. That's not to say that it's going to be easy, but it will be easier because we will be in a better mental and emotional state to help us achieve those things. One of the things that I wanted to talk about is forgiveness. And I know a lot of people is probably like, what the heck does forgiveness have to do about a new year's resolution? But here's the thing, when we forgive people, We are cleansing our mind, our body, and our spirit. And when we hold on to things like my dad left me and that's why my life is like this or I grew up in the projects and that's why my life is like this or this person talked about me behind my back. And that's why I'm never going to talk to them again. We have all of these things just build up and it's just manifesting because when we hold on to that, that negative energy sits in our heart and it sits in our spirit and it just manifests in stress and it prevents you from loving yourself or others or in in achieving your dreams and as a result i believe that when we don't forgive we block many of our blessings my personal experience for almost 24 years i was angry with my father For not being there. And, but then I realized the moment that I forgave him, I was able to let go of all the hurt and pain that he caused me and focus on bettering myself. That doesn't mean that I have to talk to him again if I don't want to. You know, just because you forgive somebody does not mean you have to talk to them. If they are not the best person um, or if they're not going to add any benefit to your life if they're not going to help you grow emotionally or mentally, if they're not going to be a great support system for you. At the end of the day, we hear this cliche saying all the time that forgiveness is for ourselves. It's not for the person who hurt you. And as cliche as it sounds, it's so true. And so some of you may be asking, well, how do I actually know if I forgave myself or someone else? You know that you've forgiven yourself or someone else when it no longer makes you mad or angry, when you are no longer staying up at night and thinking about it and you can't sleep, when you're no longer walking around hating that person or hating yourself and hating your life, when you're not wishing bad things could happen to somebody or and you stop blaming yourself or that person. That's how you know that you've forgiven yourself. And that's a New Year's resolution that I want to put out there for someone or you know people who are struggling with forgiveness you can have you know we can have all of these degrees and education we can have all this money we can have all these things but at the end of the day if your spirit and your soul isn't right and you're broken it's only so far that you're gonna go and you're eventually may get to a point where you find yourself broken if you already are not there and that new year's resolution I believe will truly help people. And so you may be wondering, well, how, you know, how am I going to forgive somebody? Where do I even start, Takia? Like, what? I don't understand what's the first step to allow me to forgive anyone. And that's something I really want to help you all who may be struggling with this is work through it. So there was an article done by the Huffington Post, and I really wanted the research to support what what I'm suggesting, and recommending to you all to do for someone who's struggling with forgiveness, whether it's yourself or someone else. Because when we don't forgive, it's like that thing or that person is literally living in your head rent-free. They're taking up all this space, all this time, all this energy, and it's so exhausting to hold on to that. So it says actually people who practice conditional forgiveness, so in other words, people who only forgive when someone says, I'm sorry first, may be more likely to die earlier compared to people who are less likely to, for, to practice conditional forgiveness. So people who are always going to forgive the person, whether they get an apology first or not. Because again, it's for you, it's not for the other person. So the Luther College researchers explained that apologies can help to move the forgiveness process along. But if sorry is a necessary condition for forgiveness, then there will likely be fewer instances of forthcoming forgiveness for that individual. So forgiveness helps to get you out of an angry mode because a lot of times when we are we don't forgive, we're walking around angry all the time and mad at the world. And uh, the article says when you're chronically angry, you're in flight or fight mode which can have effects on your blood pressure and your heart rate. And for those who I know, my psychology students and my therapists or my medical health professionals know what that is. But fight or flight mode is when how your body or how you respond to trauma or things that um happen in your, in your life, what's your natural reaction. So when you're walking around angry, you're always in that mode. And it actually affects not only your blood pressure and your heart rate, according to a John Hopkins medicine study. But when you truly forgive, that leads to decreased stress, which can help to lower your anger. And and that alone should tell you, like nobody wants to walk around. I mean, it's and maybe you're probably used to it and you didn't even realize you're walking around angry all the time. I'm pretty sure we probably see people who you like, why are they always so angry? They just so nasty for no reason. I'm pretty sure that there's something that happened in their life that they're still holding on to and it's just coming out and they're putting that negative energy into the world. And so not forgiving someone is you know, associated with more anger, arousal, sadness, and feelings of not being in control. And this is according to a study in the journal psychological science web and d web and d reported on a hope college study showing that when people held on to a grudge, they had higher psychological activity, facial, muscle tension, heart rate, blood pressure. And sweating compared to the others who forgave. It also helps with your sleep because a lot of time when we're holding on to stuff, we're staying up at night thinking about it and we can't even get a restful sleep. So again, that also adds to it. And when your body is also going back into the fight or flight mode, your body is just sending out all these chemicals. And if you're in that constant state, that becomes very, very toxic for your body. So here you are, it's something that is affecting you mentally and emotionally, but it's also impacting you physically. And like I said, it is literally making you sick. So I really want to encourage people because it could also impact your immune system if you do not forgive. Research presented at a 2011 meeting of the Society of Behavioral Medicine showed that people with HIV who practice genuine forgiveness towards someone who hurt them had a higher CD4 cell percentage uh, percentages. So that's considered positive for their immune system. And it can also strengthen a person's relationship when you forgive someone. Again, now I'm not saying sometimes you need to forgive someone and you need to move on, but then there are other cases relationships are worth rebuilding. So, and stress, and that stress piece is so crucial because when you walk around holding a grudge and not forgiving someone or yourself, it's like long-term stress on the body. And stress does physically impact the body, as I'm sure we all know. So again, I want to encourage you to forgive. So here is a step to help you start the process of forgiveness. I want to encourage you to write a letter to the person, or maybe it's to yourself, you know, write about what happened, um, how it made you feel, you know, go through the emotions, actually go back to that time or that, that place and how it has, and write about how it has impacted your life. It can, it will really help you to actually write it down and see how the lack of forgiveness has impacted your everyday life, whether you've realized it or not. Now, if it's to a person, you do not have to give the person the letter if you don't want to, especially if it's not a relationship that's worth building. The purpose of writing it down is to help you go through the process and again, see how it has impacted your life. The things that you have bottled up for months and maybe even years for some of you. But I really want you to start the process of forgiveness and healing in today. And here's a proclamation of forgiveness. It's something that I wrote and it's something that I have actually used. And again, I will post this on social media and i will also um send it out in my newsletter so if you're not signed up for my newsletter make sure you do that at www.firefliesunite.com and even if you don't believe it at this moment and you don't feel it after you write this down after you complete this letter and you begin to process those emotions and how it has impacted your life and then you write out the proclamation hang it on your wall put it in your car put it on the refrigerator Make sure that you're constantly, you're constantly seeing it because even if you don't believe it, by always having it visually there, you'll, you know, it's one of those things. If you see something over and over, if you hear something over and over, it'll start to sit and it'll start to manifest in your spirit, whether you realize it or not. And that's something that I truly believe that will help you because again, because the more we say something, the more we see something, we we will really start to believe it and i really really hope that this helps someone if you feel like you it may even be deeper than that and you can't work through it on your own please go to therapy please find a therapist that you can talk to and again finding a therapist it may not be it may it can it can be a difficult process especially and from my experience i know that i wanted a black female therapist because i wanted someone who i could connect with Culturally, um, I've had a therapist in the past who wasn't uh, black, and I really didn't make much uh, progress because there was a lot of disconnect. And so, again, if you can even use this as a uh, as a stepping stone, and then transition and take, you know, what you got from writing, um, what you've experienced, or what the proclamation of forgiveness, how it has helped you. You can even take those those exercises that I encourage you to do. You can even take it to therapy, and at least it can help you with the starting point. Do not be afraid of therapy. It does, and it also does not happen overnight. Like it, yeah, it does not happen overnight. Just be patient with yourself and give yourself time. So that is the first uh, New Year's resolution that I want to encourage people to work on is forgiveness. The second. New Year's resolution or goal that I really want people to focus on is to remove yourself from negative situations and people. Because if you have a goal in mind that you are trying to accomplish this new year, if you're hanging around the same people and doing the same things, I'm pretty sure that I'm I'm 99.9% sure that you may not achieve those goals. So removing yourself from negative situations and people. Generally, we hang out with people who have the same interests as us. You heard the saying as a kid, you know, birds of a feather flock together. If you are constantly hanging around around people who are always negative, your thoughts and your actions will always be negative. People who are always talking about being broke, then you probably should remove yourself from that group if you if you want to obtain wealth, if you want to obtain any type of financial gain. Hanging around people, you know, you hanging around people who are always talking about being broke and they're not doing nothing about it, they're probably going to stay broke. Hang around people who are figuring out ways to make money or are already making money. Legally, of course. If not, again, you will always find yourself broke. If you're always hanging around people who are gossiping, just to make themselves feel better, you'll never reach your full potential because you'll spend too much time talking about everyone else and not focusing on yourself. I've always been extremely selective about who I allowed in my circle. Just even as a little girl, um, there would be people that I would um, that I would hang out with, but I always had my core people who I saw that they wanted something better out of life. I typically I, I didn't surround myself around somebody who was fine with mediocrity. But again, if if you if that's not something that you want in your life, then again, you shouldn't be hanging around someone like that or people like that. Because that no one wants toxic people or constant toxic situations in your life. That, you know, will eventually, that toxic energy will lead you into bad thoughts or negative thoughts and negative actions. There's a um, quote, and I really don't want to butcher his name, but I will post it in the show notes for you. Um, Leo Taos, he says, watch your thoughts, they become your words. Watch your words, they become your actions watch your actions they become habit watch your habits they become character watch your character it becomes your destiny and when i heard that quote i was like wow it's it's so true because we all we think about how things usually start it usually starts with a thought or curiosity and then before we know it whether it's it can manifest in a good way or it can manifest in a bad way. But it usually starts with a thought. And if you want to take up control of your destiny, if you want to build better character, if you want to, you know, build better habits, if you want to be a better person, please remove yourself from negative people and negative situations. That is the second New Year's goal and resolution that I want to put out there I'm not sharing anything with you that I have not done myself because I'm not gonna tell anybody to just anything to anybody that I have not tried and that and that I am not living by on a day to day basis. So I want to encourage people to surround yourself around people who are who will help bring you up, who will make you a better person. And if you need if you're saying like, Well, I don't really have any anybody in my support group who I could who I could reach out to. Feel free to send me an email. You can send me an email at podcast, that's P-O-D-C-E-S-T at firefliesunite.com and I will, you know, just connect with you and at least I'll be your your first or new person um, that you can talk to and start to surround yourself around positivity. I can also add you to the facebook group we have a closed facebook group it's fireflies unite healthy minds and there we talk about all things mental health and you also can start to establish and um connect and maintain relationships with like-minded people you never know you may find someone who's in your same area um, but you can definitely start there also with building uh, relationships and surrounding yourself around people who can help bring you, uh, make you a better person. Start joining activities that, you know, start joining groups, you know, whether it's ministries at church, whether it's um, certain classes that you may take at the gym, whether it's a hobby that you enjoy doing, start, you know, connecting with people that way because you usually start to bond with people when you have something in common and that can be the first start so I would encourage you to do that as well and with this goal of surrounding yourself uh, removing negative people from your life it can be a scary thing because you're used to being around a certain type of people or you've been around them for so long where you're like oh it's my family or it's my friends but just remember your goal and the goals that you want to accomplish just think about that and think is it Is staying around those people or keeping those things in your life, is it really worth it? That's a question that you have to ask yourself, despite it may, you know, it may be challenging to remove that person or those things from your life, but you just, you don't have to do it all at one time, but just start with one person or one thing, and then you'll see how it makes you feel. You'll see how it has a better impact on the way you view the world, on the way you view yourself, and just start there. So I really want to encourage you to do that. And the last New Year's goal and and a resolution that I want to encourage you all, I want to encourage you all to to do. And this one, it's a it's a big one because it's something that I had to do and a lot of us have to do. But I want to encourage you to persevere. And you're probably like, that's not a goal, but it's a tough one you'll be you you would be surprised by how many people actually give up on living their best lives or accomplishing the things that they want to accomplish because they don't persevere it's a, of course it's a tough one but it's something that I had to learn to do I would not be here today you know there will always be challenges of course we can't avoid them but we can certainly overcome them and perseverance is a big one it's actually I have a tattoo on my right arm and it's right beneath my wrist and it says persevere and it has the mental health ribbon also with the semicolon for suicide prevention because it's something that I have to constantly remind myself of I have to persevere if I didn't persevere again like I said I wouldn't be here today I wouldn't have uh, my degree from Howard I wouldn't have a master's degree from Georgetown um, if I didn't, you know, you're talking, I'm telling you from my personal experience of someone who has tried to commit suicide twice and it may be hard and a person may be going through a lot in, in a very dark place, but that, you know, you know, what we learn, you know, about joy coming in the morning, about days, you know, things getting better, that it does happen. It truly does. I, I never saw myself you know, doing a podcast or really talking about, um, mental health or mental illness, because I was like, I'm not trying to be viewed as crazy, but here I am on the Fireflies Unite podcast hosting it. That was not a part of my plan, but it was certainly a part of God's plan. And It's all through perseverance. When I think about the things that I've experienced as a child, which I talked about on the teaser. So if you haven't heard the teaser, definitely go back because I open up and I talk about, you know, my experience and about why I started this podcast. But we all will get to a point in our lives where we have to persevere and we just have to simply realize what is worth it to us. You know, when we think of suicide, you know, we, you know, encourage people, you know, not to make a permanent solution over something that's so temporary. And that's hard. It's easier said than done. I know because I have been there. I have had moments of not wanting to exist. I did not want to live. And when a person is in that, it's so hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel. But I still want to encourage people to persevere. So with those goals that are surrounding, you know, mental health and mental wellness, I want to encourage people. I want to to know that things will get better. But the only way things get better is if we start to make those changes. You know, things are not going to magically fall out of the sky. Things are not going to just magically fall into our lap. If we don't make those changes and, you know, we all hear the definition of insanity. What is it doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result? How many times have we heard that? We've heard it countless times with those, you know, with those goals. And, you know, I really hope that, you know, you will incorporate that into your new year's resolution, removing negative people from your life, forgiveness and perseverance. Those are the three, you know, pieces of wisdom and encouragement that I want to, that I really want to put out there to you to help you start your process of healing, to help um, start your, you know, work toward uh, mental wellness. And I really hope that you guys get something out of that. Thank you so much. And I'm getting ready to take a break. And I am going to come back with the therapist shout out. Okay, so I'm back with the black therapist shout out Don't forget to send your therapist shout-outs to podcast at firefliesunite.com with your therapist's name, the city that they're in, and also their website. So my first therapist shout-out has to go to, come on, y'all, my therapist, of course, Dr. Tamika Tucker of Inceptus Psychological and Counseling Services, She is in Washington, D.C. and Alexandria, Virginia. So anyone who may be in the DMV, of course, I would recommend seeing Dr. Tucker. I have been working with my therapist for two years. That's the longest I've ever stuck with a therapist. Um, I've tried, I've had a therapist in the past, but it was kind of, choppy. I really didn't see the benefits of it. And I also really wasn't in the headspace to even accept therapy. And again, it wasn't someone that I felt like I had a connection with. Um, So yeah, again, my therapist is Dr. Tamika Tucker. Um, I have had the pleasure of working with her. I can definitely see how my life has improved, um, how my mental health has improved. My therapists have you know, see me at my lowest point. I have been able to talk to my therapist about my deepest, darkest secrets. I haven't. I didn't have to worry about being judged. I didn't have to worry about her putting her projections onto me because it's a very neutral environment. It's not someone who has emotional, um, typically, a connection with you right in the beginning. Over time, my relationship with my therapist have it has certainly grown tremendously and. I just see my growth and um, I I can truly say that I love my therapist. I would not be here today without her. She has certainly given me tools um, that I need and encouraged me to get better and to stay with treatment, even when I didn't want to go to treatment. Like I remember sitting in my session one time telling my therapist, like I'm or uh, I'm tired of coming here. I'm tired of talking. I'm tired of talking about the same stuff over and over I'm just tired. I'm tired of dealing with life. I'm tired of going through all of this. I'm just, I'm just tired. Um, I was just frustrated, but I, you know, I kept at it. I kept at it. And of course I had a moment of like falling off right before my suicide attempt. But once I got out of the hospital, you know, I remained, um, in therapy, like very consistent. I would not miss my appointments because I knew that my life depended on it. Um, and she really encouraged me to, um, make sure that I t- my medication because i used to think that it was for crazy people and we will definitely get more into medication at a later episode but yes again my therapist shout out is dr tamika tucker of Inceptus psychological and consulting services and again she's in washington dc in alexandria virginia and i'll be sure to leave her information in the show notes For this week's Mind, Body, and Soulness segment, with us discussing New Year mental health goals, I want to challenge you to set a goal for this year that pertains to your mental health. It can be anything from trying therapy, forgiveness that we've talked about, working through your grief, and to be on a path of healing. And set weekly milestones of how you're going to accomplish this. Write it in your journal or post it somewhere where you can see it as a daily reminder. And please write in and let me know what your goals are and your progress, because I really want to know how well you are doing or if there can be, if I can be of any assistance. And moving along to the journal entry segment. For this week's journal entry, it says, Dear Kia, I would like to say that I love the new podcast and I think that it's so important to normalize the conversation on mental health. I'm familiar with people With mental illness because my mother worked at a nursing home and i've seen a lot of elderly people who suffer from a mental illness i attend morgan state university shout out to the bears and i'm a psychology major and i want to bring light to the conversation of mental illness like what you are doing is there anything that i can do in my community or campus to just bring awareness to mental health in the Black community from a future activist. Shout out to the future activists at Morgan State University. Um, Yes, there's a lot you can actually do. So first, I would start off to see what type of organizations that may be on campus that support mental health and mental illness. And if there isn't one, since you are a future activist, maybe it's time for you to start one on campus. You can also get involved with NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Illness. They have a lot of ways for you to volunteer. And then you also can look at the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. They have a out of the darkness walk every single year. And so I would suggest maybe getting some of your friends and putting a team together and walking to help suicide prevention. You can also volunteer at the event. So that's also a way to get involved and those would be my suggestion. Please write back in and let me know how, you know, what you've decided to do because I'm interested in seeing the work that you're going to do. So thank you so much for writing in. So that wraps up this week's episode. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. I am sending everyone positive vibes and I pray that you have a blessed week. I hope that you obtain tools and resources from the Fireflies Unite podcast to help you manage your mental health, but please do not use it as a substitute for a relationship with a licensed therapist or psychiatrist. Let's continue the conversation by following me on Fireflies Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.